Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation. A place where we are helping people discover and fulfill the God-given destiny. This morning, we give God the praise, we give God the glory. We exalt the name of the Lord. We thank the Lord for allowing us to see this uh, Thursday morning. For those of you who are always listening to the podcast, I am grateful and thankful to God for you. I bless the Lord for you. I give him the praise for you. It is my heart desire that you will grow to be like Christ. That Christ will change your attitude. That Christ will change your heart. That Christ will change your eyes. That you will see things from his perspective. And not from the perspective of yourself. It is my prayer that we all would allow the Spirit of the Lord to honestly and sincerely lead us in every areas of our lives. And that's the reason why I do the podcast, to build you up, to encourage you, to uplift your spirit, to also share the truth. But in sharing the truth, I share it with love. I share it with compassion. I share it with the mercy of God. Because the truth needs to be spoken, but it needs to be spoken in love. Because at the end of the day, why am I speaking the truth? It's not because I'm righteous. I'm speaking the truth because the Spirit of the Lord is speaking through me and in me. And so I want to share the truth in love and care and then the process of witnessing. Therefore, I give God praise for you and I thank the Lord for what He's doing in your life. This morning, as we continue and finish up the book of uh, Luke, I mean the book of uh, Romans chapter 9. We want to draw your attention to Romans chapter 9 verses uh, 30 to 33. And thank God that we are going to be ending chapter 9 today. And it reads, What shall we say then? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith. But Israel, pursuing the law of righteousness, has not attained to the law of righteousness. And so why? Because they did not seek it by faith. But as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at that stumbling stone, as it is written, 
Behold, I lay it in Zion, a stumbling stone, and a rock of offense. And whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. This morning, we want to quickly remind us that in a, a book of uh, Romans chapter 9, we have been speaking, basically talking about Jesus Christ is the one who started the work and Jesus Christ is the one who will finish the work. We have seen how Israel rejected their own creator. They rejected Christ Jesus. They rejected his adoption. And Paul spoke and Paul desire was for his own countrymen, his own countrymen to be saved when he carried the gospel to his own. But yet his own rejected the gospel, rejected Christ Jesus, just as they did with Christ himself. Christ chose his own. And his own received him not. We saw how Israel rejected Christ. But because they rejected Christ does not mean the gospel failed. The gospel didn't fail. The gospel still accomplished what the gospel was to accomplish. We also learn that even in the midst of Israel rejecting Christ Jesus, that we must also understand that as children of Israel, I mean, as children of Abraham, faith is given to us. Faith is given to us. And once we have allowed our faith to take hold of us, it changes our lives. And so this morning, as we come to the close of this study, the Apostle Paul goes back to say, you do not obtain righteousness by yourself worked. Your own work cannot save you, cannot give you the salvation. The salvation is attained by the grace of God, by the mercy of God. So he asked the question because the Gentiles he is saying, so are you saying that the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness obtain that righteousness? And I sometimes in the church, you see others who come to church faithfully. They are involved with all the activities of the church. And then you also have some who are not. And so we as human are quick to judge them. We are quick to say, 
those people are not going to heaven. I'm the one who going to heaven because I'm involved in all the activities of the church. I'm there 24-7. Then out of a sudden, someone comes to you and say to you, well, those who have not been coming to church have received the righteousness. And then you begin to say, but what about me who has been coming faithfully, committed, devoted? What about me? And then the person looks at you and says, but you have not obtained it. You have not received it because you were pursuing it in your flesh through your works. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, don't come, stay home, don't be involved, don't do anything for the Lord. No, but what I'm saying to you is, we are not saved by our works. We are saved by His grace through faith in Christ Jesus. You can be involved in all the activities of the church and still not be saved. You can still be the one doing all the works in the church and still not saved. Because here is the thing. Our righteousness is obtained by faith in Christ Jesus. And faith is putting your trust in someone or something. Faith is relying, relying on someone or something. Faith is believing in someone or something. So if you believed in your work to save you, then I want to say to you, that will not save you. What saves us is Jesus Christ by his grace through faith. We are saved. And then you're going to begin to say, well, if that be the case, then I don't need to do anything at all. I just need to stay at home. I don't need to be involved in any activity of the church and so on and so forth. No, you missed the point. We're not discouraging you to not be involved. We want you to be involved because your involvement also shows that God is doing a work in you. But don't dwell on your involvement and justify yourself as being the best Christian and everybody else is not. Because we are saved by His grace. Our job is to continue to encourage, 
people. Our job is to continue to lift up people's spirit and point them to the righteousness of faith comes through Christ Jesus. None of your works can save you. Your self-righteousness cannot save you. When I look around today, I see too many self-righteous people. Self-righteous people where they're condemning everybody else. I'm not saying don't point out the wrong. Sin is sin. But when you preach sin is sin, remember to give them the gospel. Remember to share with them the love of God. Yes, I know you messed up. Yes, I know this is what sin is. However, God has given us his grace. His son Jesus Christ to pay the price for us to change what we could not change, to correct what we could not correct, to fix what went wrong that we could not fix. And that's what God has done for us. And that's what Paul is alluding to. You see, and the Gentiles understood that. And because they understood that, they pursued the righteousness of faith, which means they surrender to God. And they said, God, here I am. I know I cannot do any of this on my own. I know that your Holy Spirit is what I need. I know I need you, Lord, to help me to live this, self, to live this righteous life, to love my enemies, to pray for my enemies. To live at peace with even the ones who don't want to join us in this work to get this work going. You have called us to love them. Where St. John said, By this the world will know that you are my followers if you love one another. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where we learn to trust God, believe in God. To lead us, we relied upon Him to help us to love our neighbor, even the ones that disagree with us, even the ones that try to use us, abuse us. To pray for them to love them. It takes the power of God. It takes the spirit of God. So my encouragement to you. Today. Is to seek. The righteousness by faith. And not by works. Seek Christ Jesus. 
do not allow any stumbling stone to be in the way. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. You have to learn to love them to Christ. Loving someone to Christ. It means I am not going to allow the circumstances to draw me and pull me into anything else but rather I will allow the Spirit of God to continue to share with the lost world, the hopeless world, the message of hope, the message of truth. And I believe if we can do so, we will be better off in every areas of our lives. God has called us to give, to not be pulled into the anxiety, to not be pulled into the politics, to not be pulled into the frustration. God has not called us to react. God has not called us to act like the world. God has not called us to be the judge. God has not called us to condemn everyone. God has not called us to use fire for fire. But God has called us to encourage. God has called us to share the gospel with love, with grace, with care, with compassion. And this is an opportunity for the gospel and for God to arise. This is an opportunity for us to do so in the power of faith. Our job is to turn a desert into a flourishing garden of God. God gave us this gift. And so use it today. Use it today. You be that one who is turning a desert world into a flourishing garden for the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't run away from it. Your job is to turn it into a flourishing garden. The desert may be a desolate place where no one wants to be. But don't be that one who run from it, who quit. But you could stay right there and turn that desert into a flourishing place by loving and caring. God bless you.